name is Levi Coffin. I'm a man of Quaker faith, and I was raised in the South in North Carolina. I was raised surrounded by slavery and its abhorrent horrors. And through my experiences, I began to learn through sympathy that slavery is a system riddled with cruel injustices. My fellow white Americans fear abolition because it may damage our economy, but a time has come where sympathy and humanity must shape our beliefs about democracy. Despite humanity's attempts to rationalize and explain away the horrible atrocities of the peculiar institution, the conflict over slavery led to our American society's forced addressing and reworking of our belief that only white men are included in the statement, all men are created equal. Our belief as a nation that every person, regardless of race, deserves freedom from hate came as a wake-up call from the need to be progressive in the face of the atrocities caused by slavery. Our nation's destiny in full truth is to become more equal. I believe I must be a part of that movement. My Quaker faith tells me that slavery as a system is not compatible with my religious beliefs. God tells us that all human beings are created equally. Are black men and women not people? Our country surely treats them as if they are not, but the blood flowing in their veins and their belief in our Lord tells us they are. Sojourner Truth declared she was a woman in 1851, and that she is. Our American struggle with slavery comes down to a lack of compassion towards black citizens. But it is this controversy that teaches us that we must treat our fellow citizens under God as human and worthy of justice and kindness. My family moved to Indiana in 1826. We avoided slaveholders' persecution of those of the Quaker faith. I settled near the National Road, and I would have had easy access to America's economy and wealth through that. I established a general store in Newport back in the 30s. I was also an investor. It may have been easier for me to live life as a simple businessman and owner selling goods made by enslaved people less fortunate than me. But after experiencing the horrors of enslavement in North Carolina, I believed I had a bigger duty to humanity to assist those less fortunate than myself. My beliefs for goodness and humanity, my Quaker beliefs, were shaped by witnessing such atrocities. I will give a specific example of one horror I experienced. When returning home along the Salem Road, I ran into a group of movers. Following them was a black man, who asked me about the direction of the movers. He was carrying a bundle, and I could tell he was an escaped slave who was trailing after the movers for safety and resources. I thought to myself, I hope this man makes it. This man's past, however, was deemed a forgery, and he was locked in a jail. A week later, the man's master was called down, and I was forced to watch as a passerby as he, with greatly dehumanizing nature, belittled and beat the man for leaving behind the terrible conditions the master had deemed to be acceptable. The runaway man was following his wife and children, who had been taken away from him. As a Quaker who understands the power of community, I can only imagine the atrocities this man must have suffered through. I watched as the man's hands were beaten and bloodied. I watched as he underwent torture, refusing to give the name of the man who gave him his pass, his shot towards freedom. I watched as he was led back, chained like a dog to the master's ranch. And I watched instances like this, a helpless passerby, many times after that. I refused to stand by and watch any longer.
it is with horror and with tragedy that humanity has changed. I remember at first I was motivated to fight with my fists. I am now motivated to fight with democracy, with real change. America has become destined to be a free nation without the immoral system of slavery. Fighting against slavery inspired me to rise above my role as a simple businessman running a shop selling immoral goods. Abolition inspired me to fight with my words. I wrote an autobiography, Reminiscences of Levi Coffin, to tell to the public the stories of people such as the runaway man I met on Salem Road. But my greatest service to our society was my work on the Underground Railroad. I was making profits with my business selling goods made by enslaved people, but I abandoned the work in order to assist hundreds of runaway enslaved people. I was lucky to have a high financial position from my business near the National Road so that I could supply food, clothing, and transportation to runaway slaves. I let people in my home in the impressive slave states. I gave hiding spaces beneath crawl spaces and hidden doors. My Quaker belief told me that black people, as all people deserve, need to be free. Other religious men may not agree with my beliefs towards God's word, but I know what I believe. Some call me the president of the Underground Railroad, but I simply call myself an abolitionist. Towards the end of my life, I traveled throughout the Midwest to aid less fortunate societies with the resources they needed to prosper. Witnessing slavery formed my moral compass. It changed my fundamental makeup as a person. It made me into an activist. I intend to continue my work until the peculiar institution of slavery is no more. I witness slavery firsthand, and I know its wrongs. I know them tenfold. Our future, our national destiny, is to be free. It is God's word.